Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Self Project Podcast today. So I'm your host, Christy, and it's my mission to help empower you to take back control of your life and thrive. And if you yourself really feel like you could use a community and some help and some guidance in just thriving and putting these pieces of yourself back together, discovering who you are and learning how to make the changes that you want, what changes do you even want? What do you want for your life? So you can join us in the Self Project membership. This is a monthly membership where we focus on something different every month. This month we're talking about self-care and some of the different aspects of what could be involved with that. And we're talking about specifically this week, movement, exercise, getting your body moving. It's something that a practice that I've been working to get myself back into diligently And I can already tell the difference after just a week of getting back into moving my body in some way, shape, or form during the day, I can already tell a huge difference in the way that I feel, my energy levels, and and my confidence levels, which is really the biggest thing, is feeling confident in my body through every stage of life, through all of its changes. So you can find that link in the bio to join us in the membership. And now let's talk about the show. We talk about a variety of different things on the show. There has been so many different topics that we've covered, so many incredible guests that I've been able to interview and to bring their stories and their knowledge to you. And I'm really excited to do that again today. So I'm really so thankful that you are back again today to hear from our latest guest, where I got to interview April Corville. And April does boudoir photography, and we talk more about that. And we talk about who should be doing it, you know, who should try having a photo session, what it is, and, you know, what are some of the things that can really take a session from just, you know, a photo shoot where you feel kind of awkward and you feel very self-conscious to a shoot where you feel confident and you feel beautiful and you feel really empowered. So it was a really, really great episode getting to hear April share more of her passion, more of what she does and offering us some really, really great tips. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the show today, and I am really excited to be able to have on the show with us today, April Corville. I already said it wrong. Corville. Corville. I'm really excited to have on with us April Corville. And April is, I'm going to say this wrong too, a, a boudoir. Did I say it wrong? Boudoir. 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 Boudoir photographer. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to our conversation today where we can talk just more about how you help empower women through this um, kind of uh, method and technique. And I'm going to try not to pronounce that anymore because I know I'm going to stumble all over it. So April, if you didn't mind, share a little bit more about yourself with us. What um, made you kind of get into photography to begin with? And then what made you kind of start coming this route where you really wanted to um, kind of capture women in this really empowering way? Yeah. Um, well, I 
uh, went to college for photography. And at the time, that was whenever digital photography was really kind of up and coming. And so uh, I learned, you know, they, they were teaching us how to develop negatives and how to print in the darkroom and, you know, kind of the old school analog uh, photography. And I really liked the artistic side of that because you were at, at that time you were one of two types of photographers. You were someone that likes to shoot or you were someone that liked to be in the dark room. And I guess now it's kind of translated from you're either someone that likes to shoot or you're someone that likes to edit and, you know, like Photoshop stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I went to, I went to college for fine art photography. Um, and so I've, I've, I mean, I was interested in photography and had a camera, you know, since I was 12. So, um, always, always was into it. Um, and then when I graduated college, you know, they, they were basically like, okay, well, if you want to make money at this, you have to be a portrait photographer. You have to photograph weddings. You have to photograph families or seniors or babies or, you know, um, and I did all of that. And, uh, I I even managed a portrait studio at the mall. <laughs> um, and, you know, none of that was really resonating with me. I didn't, I don't have kids of my own and I don't plan on having kids of my own. Um, and so I just didn't have the patience to work with really small children. Um, and I did a lot of weddings and they were fun, but you can get very burnt out very quickly whenever you're a wedding photographer. Um, so I kind of did that and I, I was just really sort of trying to figure out like, okay, where do I fit into all of this? You know, like what, what do I offer that I can, that can resonate with people. And I always kind of gravitated toward like fashion photography and, um, theatrics and all the photographers that I really were was into and stuff were typically female. Um, and they did a lot of like mask wearing and costume changes and kind of like, um, portraying different characters in their photography. And I was kind of drawn to that. So I think, um, when boudoir kind of came into the mix, um, I, it's kind of an interesting story. I didn't, Boudoir sort of found me, <laughs> um, is what I like to say. And it was because I had an engagement couple that I photographed their engagement session. And the bride was very rockabilly. She was into kind of like vintage pinup style. She had a very distinct style to her. She wanted a very specific look. Um, and we had a blast and it was super fun. And then uh, I don't know, about a year later, she reached back out to me. And she's like, Hey, um, I just redid my dressing room. It's pink. It's very fifties pinup. Um, and I want to do like a pinup shoot. Do you, do you do stuff like that? And I was like, no, but that, that, that sounds really fun. Like we'll, we'll give it a shot. Right. Um, so we did it and I had a blast. It was the most fun that I'd ever had at a, at a session. And then about a week or so later, I was reading professional photographers magazine. And there was an article about how boudoir is up and so 
Now, mind you, this was like 2009. So <laughs> this was a long time ago. Um, but, um, you know, so boudoir was up and coming. It wasn't considered taboo anymore. It was very different and way, you know, more modern than like the glamour shots of the 80s. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. And there's a name for this. Like, this is what I just did with Paula. And people are doing this. Like, let's, let's. That, like I want to do this like you know so um that's kind of how it all started and it was really just by accident but I'm glad it found me <laughs> I'm glad I I found it so I feel like that's um the way that the best things start you know is kind of you found you're like I just kind of found my way to it doing these different things and I fell in love with it so I I think that that's incredible and it's funny how you mention um because I remember right around the time that this started coming out too, when I'm making another attempt at it, boudoir. Yep. There you go. I wrote, yes, I wrote it down this time (laughs) (laughs) as boudoir, but, um, uh, I actually had a session done and this was a long time ago. Like literally it probably would have been 2009, 2010, right when it was coming out. Um, and it was like, I remember it being like a really risque thing. then. like you said, now it's very popular and, um, you know, more and more women I think are, um, seeing are, are looking for these kind of shots because they are very empowering. They do allow you to see yourself in this different light. But I remember going to mine, I felt very just kind of awkward. Right. Um, I felt not, I wasn't comfortable, as comfortable with myself as I was then. Um, I, at that time was very, I was dealing with weight issues, um, up and down dealing with all of the, um, you know, beliefs of that. So, but it was still such an empowering, um, thing to do. So, Maybe other women who are kind of struggling with that. Is that something common that you see just women struggling with even wanting to do this in general because they feel like they don't have the right body or they're not pretty enough. They're not going to be sexy enough. Like, have you kind of encountered that throughout your years of doing this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's not, there's 90% of my clients do a boudoir session because they are in that they're in those shoes and they want to feel better about themselves. And they like, and I, I tell them, you know, you don't, you don't go to the doctor if you already feel healthy, right? Like you go when you don't feel awesome. And I think that the a boudoir session is kind of your prescription for confidence, you know? Um. <laughs> That's powerful. That's a powerful, powerful perspective. When you put it that way, like you said, we don't go to the doctor when we're healthy. So why are we not taking, um, you know, more proactive approaches to all of the things that, you know, we're either unhappy with or that we're struggling with something like that. So I love the way that you put that. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say 10% of my clients come because they're like, I really feel good about myself and I'm really happy with my weight. Like most of my clients are like, you know, I gained some weight over COVID or, you know, I just had a baby or, um, you know, I'm turning 40, I'm turning 50. Um, you know, they're, they want to feel sexy and they want to feel like a woman again, you know, their moms, they're tired of wearing, uh, everyone else's hat and they want to wear their own hat. Um, so that's definitely more common than you would think. 
Ooh, that's so important to remember. I love, like you said, they're always wearing everybody else's hat and they want to wear their own. What a powerful way to, to treat yourself to um, something that brings you back to you, right? Because that's a huge part of my story is kind of losing that identity of myself and motherhood. Yep. Um, so, wow, what a, what a powerful way, like you said, to treat yourself, to treat yourself another aspect of both self-care um, and just honoring yourself. So, somebody is listening to us and they're like really kind of getting excited about like, yeah, that's something that I really want to go try and do. Um, what are some tips maybe that you have on them on finding a photographer? Cause we know you're, you're based in Louisiana, correct? So I'm in California. So anybody listening out here, um, <laughs> if they were looking and they're like, I really want to do this, what would you tell them some tips on like, um, a photographer looking for somebody. Yeah. Um, so the first thing would be check their credentials because um, you want someone who's experienced because y- you did mention that, you know, boudoir photography is becoming really popular right now. So I kind of feel like a lot of people are giving it a try. A lot of photographers are giving it a try, um, but they may not necessarily have experience in shooting this specific type of genre. Um, and let me tell you, shooting boudoir and working with women is way different than working with newborns. You know, um, you don't have to constantly reassure a newborn that, you know, their, their ass looks great and that they are so beautiful and pretty. And the, you know, this two piece bra panty set, does not make you look fat at all. <laughs> like, um, it's a different skill set and you need to really know what you're doing. Um, so I would say, you know, look at their experience in, in boudoir specifically. Do they specialize? Um, you know, do they just, there's a difference between someone who specializes in it or, you know, maybe just kind of does it as a, another uh, revenue stream. Um Look at their credentials. How long have they been doing it? Have they won awards? Have they been published? Um, do they have social proof? You know, what do their testimonials say? Um, and then the other thing that I feel like a lot of people don't think about is look at their style. Um, you know, look at how they photograph women. Um, honestly, I feel like men photograph women way differently than women photograph women. So. Um, and it kind of depends on what you want to get out of it and what you're looking for, but style is important. You know, do they, do they shoot really, um, kind of editorial where everything is undone and sort of, um, a little bit more raw? Do they shoot more glam where everything is like very, very touched up? Um, do they shoot dark and moody? Is everything very shadowy? Do they shoot light and airy? Is everything very bright? Um, what level of risque are they? You know, I think that especially here in the South, you know, that that's really important for clients. Like how risque do they get um, or do they not get? Because that might be a, a concern for you. Um, so those are kind of the things that I would definitely look at before you even start looking at price or location um, would be, you know, check their accolades. Do they have experience? Do they specialize um, and what their style is like? And a lot of I feel like a lot of really good boudoir photographers um, 
typically have some sort of like FAQ section on their page where you can kind of get a lot of those questions answered. Um, and then something else to maybe consider is like studio setting. If they're a, if they're a high volume studio and they have a lot of people in and out, or if they're like in a really busy location um, versus maybe they're a boutique studio and they don't have, you know, like for me, we only have one client in the studio a day. Um, and it's because we want to give her the, the queen treatment, you know, we don't want to have her like rushing out and being like, okay, well, bye, you know, we got somebody else coming in. Like it's her day. So, um, those are all things to consider too, you know? I love that. And I think one of the things that you do that I love too, is you, um, kind of meet with them beforehand to discuss like how they even want their shoot to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's so important because for me, I was thinking like, there has to be that level of like comfortability too, you know, um, just like being able to meet with somebody beforehand like that to even see like, okay, I feel really comfortable with this person. Like um, just that, I think that level of instinct too, like, okay. yeah. And I find that that helps um, whenever, you know, if we've already met ahead of time, um, you're not as nervous whenever you come to the studio the day of, we have, we already have that rapport built, um, you know, and not everyone, it's kind of optional. So not everyone meets with me ahead of time. If they're like, eh, I don't really feel like I need to do that. Or if they're like out of town, you know, or uh, we do have some clients that come in from out of state. Um, so, you know, it makes it easier maybe to do like a zoom call or something, but I do find that it, it also gives them a chance to ask any questions. You know, we get a lot of questions about like shopping, like, you know, where do I shop? What do I buy? Uh, what do you have here already? Um, you know, stuff like that. So it kind of just gives them an opportunity to meet face to face and get any of their concerns and questions addressed too. Oh, I love that. I didn't even think about um, shopping because that's a huge aspect of it. You want to feel really good in what you're wearing, right? And that can sometimes be my biggest battle. I'm like, I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> and some things photograph better than other things you know there's some things that I'm like absolutely not I don't care if it's your favorite thing we're not wearing it because here's why <laughs> what are some of your like absolutely not things <laughs> um so the biggest surprise for people is that I do not recommend that you wear a corset um and you know people think like oh a corset that's sexy but there's a couple of reasons why I don't recommend those and the biggest thing is because they're hard to move in um, we need you to be able to bend. We need you to be able to twist and you can't do it in a corset and you're just going to look uncomfortable and, you know, like you're constipated and we don't want that. <laughs> yep. Mm Uh -huh. So because we work with predominantly mothers, you know, I always ask like, okay, what is the area that you maybe want to camouflage? And nine times out of 10, it's their stomach. Um, so we either use, we've got like some robes here and they're like sheer lacy robes so that we can still see your curves, but it kind of camouflages areas. So I will have them wear a robe where it's like kind of falling off the shoulder section and they're just sort of like daintily holding it over their stomach area. 
or we'll do like a bodysuit. So like a, like a Teddy, um, those are really sexy. They photograph really well. That kind of hides the tummy area or, um, or like a garter belt, like a really high waisted garter belt will do a great job of kind of camouflaging the lower belly area. If you're kind of concerned about skin or stretch marks or, you know, C-section scars and stuff like that. So easy ways to work around those things. Yes. So you're like a treasure trove of tips. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me more. Yeah. So, and like you said, that comes back to though it being really important with whoever you work with that they have experience in this because look at some of the invaluable. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're, if you work with somebody who's an experience and you're concerned about your tummy and they don't know what sort of outfits are going to work, I mean, you could show up with something that doesn't fit well and you're not going to like your images. It doesn't, you know, I, I, I kind of like to say like, I can work magic with a properly fitting outfit, a good pose and good lighting because it doesn't really matter what size you are. We will make you look great. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so I was going to say, do you feel like posing is a lot of it too? I've seen, you know, these recent uh, like Instagram and, uh, mm-hmm. influencer post where they'll yep. show like the one photo of them where you're just like, they look amazing. And they're like, it's all posing. Like, yep. look at me just adjusted a little bit. And you're, yep. you know, and we do a little bit of that, like on our TikTok, uh, Aiden, Aiden photo. <laughs> um, we do that on our TikTok too, where we kind of do like some posing tutorials. Um, but yeah, like posing is huge. Um, and those, those influencers on Instagram, they're not wrong, uh, you know? So, yeah. And, and if somebody doesn't know how to pose you, that can really make or break a session too. So that's another important thing, you know? Yeah. That can really make your experience, like you said, or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you find a lot of, obviously, like we said, a lot of this is mindset. A lot of this, you know, we have all of these things going on with our body, all of this, you know, conditioning and these beliefs, all of these things society is telling us. Um, I feel like a lot of this is like a kind of mindset too. Do you kind of suggest that they have any kind of like, um, I want to call it like pregame, like a pre-photography kind of like maybe ritual or something to kind of get them in the mood for these, this session or photos? Um, so I do, but it's typically like right before they start shooting. So it's usually like they're already dressed and stuff. And I'll say, you know, okay, we do like a boudoir 101. um, And I'll say, you know, just like anything that you do that's out of your comfort zone, you kind of second guess yourself, right? And you start wondering, like, does my hair look okay? What what does my face look like? Are my hands in the right place? You know, and I just kind of reassure them, like, look, my assistant and I are looking out for all those details for you. What I want you to do instead is to just tell yourself, I look amazing. And I usually say, repeat after me. I look amazing. I feel amazing. This is going to be a blast. And if they're doing it for, you know, fiance or husband or something, I'm going to, I say, my husband is going to die when he sees these. <laughs> um, and so usually that helps. Um, but also like hair and makeup, you know, typically takes about an hour and a half. So they're in the stylist chair before they even start with me for a good hour and a half. And like most of my makeup artists I've been working with for well over a year or two years. So they know what the deal is and they're really great at kind of 
bedside manner, putting them at ease. You know, we talk about skincare and kids and, you know, if they're, if they're local, we sometimes gossip. And, you know, so it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a beauty salon in that respect that, so usually by the time they're out of hair and makeup and it's actually time to start shooting, they've kind of been conditioned a little bit and sort of relaxed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's a whole experience, like makeup and hair and everything. Oh, I'm going to fly to Louisiana. Um, (laughs) I'll be right there. Yeah. Um, So would you recommend that like at some point in every woman's life that they do something like this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And there's a few different reasons why. And I, everybody kind of has their own reasoning. Um, But I would say you know, if you're young, maybe you're getting married or maybe you're turning 30. Um, it, it is so consistent that the girls and my older clients say this all the time, the girls that have the bodies that are nice and young and they're fit and they're thin, they don't have the confidence or like the, they, they don't have the confidence to show off their bodies during a boudoir session but the women who are older who feel like they don't have those bodies anymore have the confidence because they really don't care at that point. And so, um, <laughs> so if you're young, you know, and you're, you're want you want to celebrate the, the body that you have maybe before you start having children or before you settle down or whatever. Um, and if you have had kids, you know, you celebrate the, the life and the the stories that your body has told um, from, from uh, having a family. And if you're older, I mean, I've had, my oldest client was 65. So um, I've had probably at least five clients that have been over the age of 60. Um, and they're kind of my favorite because they have zero craps to give about <laughs> anything they're like this is what it is this is my body this is what you get like I still got it kind of thing um but over over time I think you know whether you're a mother or a wife or if you're single you don't have kids you're divorced whatever um we all kind of lose that femininity over time and we whether it's we are putting our time and energy into our work or our family, or our friends, or our parents, you know, as they start aging, uh, whatever the story is, we kind of stop putting that time and effort into ourselves. And so it's a great way to kind of reconnect with yourself. um, And have a really good reminder that like, hey, you know what you're worth investing in. And, you know, this is a because it's photography, and because you're going to walk home with like a beautiful album or a beautiful piece of wall art, even after it's all said and done and the experience is over, you're still going to have the reminder that you can pull out and look at and be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I, I am hot. And like, you know, when you're having a crummy day or whatever, you're feeling bloated because you're, because aunt Flo came to visit or whatever, you know, like you just pull it out and you're like, damn. Okay. I feel better now. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love the idea of, like you said, almost at each stage of life, being able to photograph yourself like that, like a an ongoing story, something I never thought about. And it's never too late to start. I always talk yeah. like I'm super old, but I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah. 
It's a beautiful way to, I think, honor the changing of your body too, because um, I think that's something I've had five boys. I've gone through like gastric bypass surgery. I've gone through COVID where I've gained like some of the weight back. So I think it's a really beautiful way to memorialize just your body at all the stages of life and what you were going through and what was happening then. And um and a lot of my clients have either, you know, kind of like you, like maybe they did a boudoir session with someone different several years ago, or, um, and they wanted to do it again because they're like in a different chapter of their life. Um, and then I've had repeat clients who have, you know, shot with me several years ago and then came back to, to kind of tell a different story. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Oh, I think that could be so incredibly powerful. Um, and yeah, no, I'm feeling kind of inspired. I'm like, gosh, I haven't done it in such a long time. Why not? So um, thank you for inspiring me. And I hope it inspires some other people that are listening to us as well to really just embrace their beauty at whatever stage that you're at and your body. And um, I think that it's pictures are a really powerful um just way to connect to yourself. Like you said, this whole process is a really powerful way to connect to yourself. Um, Let us know, April, where are we able to find you at online if somebody listening wants to come and connect with you? So we are in Louisiana, so everything is French. (laughs) Uh, So I am on Facebook at A Danette Photography. And so it's A-D-A-N-N-E-T-T-E Photography uh on instagram at a danette photo and we're all you know you can find us online at a photography.com uh where you can see most of the work and uh you know the faq page that i mentioned earlier and um there is a wardrobe guide there too so if you know you want to look at what to wear what not to wear even if you're you know working with someone else um I'm pretty sure that these are kind of standard practices. Um, And then, yeah, we're, we're on TikTok. We're still kind of new at TikTok. I'm old. So I usually, (laughs) I usually get my assistant who's like 24 to help me with TikTok. (laughs) I love it. I'll have to come find you on TikTok. I've recently been um, dabbling over there. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. We, we do more kind of goofy stuff um, on TikTok, but yeah, and then we have a Facebook group that's called the Aidenet VIBs, which is very important babes, um, where a lot of girls, you know, get to hang out with each other, and it's a pretty empowering little corner of the internet because we don't really, we don't really allow, well, we don't allow men for sure in there, um, but just you know, it's uplifting, encouragement, just a pretty, pretty powerful little positive group. That's awesome. I will make sure that you'll be able to scroll down. Everything is linked up in show notes so that you will be able to connect with April because that sounds incredible. And who couldn't use a group of people to uplift you and, you know, inspire you and hold you up. So we all can use that. Um, And kind of, I would love to know April for anybody considering as we close out, anybody who's like, oh, I really want to do this, but they're on the fence, feeling nervous about it, not feeling confident. What would like your final message to them be? Well, we like to say that boudoir is for everybody. 
Um, and not everybody as like a collective group of people, but for like every different type of body out there. Um, you know, we've, since I've been doing boudoir over a decade, I've worked with a lot of different types of women, body shapes, sizes, cultural backgrounds, ages, um, you know, so it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, you know what you, you always are going to think that you need to lose 10 more pounds, you know? Um, so don't let that whole like, Oh, well, I just need to lose a little bit more weight. Like there's always, there's never going to be a hundred percent perfect time. Like now is the time, you know? Uh, and, and even I've, I've had a lot of clients that have come in and they're like, man, I wish I would have done this sooner, you know? Um, so don't be that person that says that, you know, um, because there, there's always going to be, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I can't afford it. Oh, I need to lose 10 pounds. Oh, I'm going to wait till the kids are grown. Like there's a gazillion excuses, right? For like, and for anything that is going to help you grow and to help you become a better rounded individual, we always kind of come up with those things because it's kind of scary, but it's completely worth it in the yeah. end, you know? And I think too, we always think like, once we get to that goal, like once I lose that 10 pounds, you know, then it's like, everything's better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're never, we're never happy. We get there and we're like, oh, well, something. Yeah. That's, it's a powerful reminder to me too, because I've been needing to do some photography, like brand photography for my website. And I keep telling myself, I'm just going to lose a little bit of weight before I do all of that. And it's a powerful reminder too, that this is just a chapter in the journey. So I get these pictures done and then I decide in a year or two, I want to redo them. And then I'm looking completely different by then. And I'm in a different stage of my journey by then. So I think that that was just a powerful reminder for myself that like, just do it, just do it wherever you're at. <laughs> well, and, and I would, I would poke you a little bit, poke at you a little bit because, you know, um, if you feel like you need to wait until you're a certain size or you look a certain way, what message are you giving other women whenever you put those images out there? Like, I feel like when a woman sees a client who I've photographed and they are um, older or maybe they're curvier plus size, um, that that woman who's on the fence out there may say, well, she did it and look, she looks great. If she looks great, then I can look great too. So you're normalizing what real people yeah. look like. You know what you're I mean? Normalizing bodies. <laughs> it's just a yeah. body. So yeah. that's a powerful reminder. So April, I have to thank you for being here, for sharing with us today. I feel not only have you given us some really great tips for anybody who is considering, um, you know, taking photos to use as a way to empower themselves, but also I feel like just some really great mindset tips in general, right? Around our bodies and confidence and, and all of that. So thank you again for giving your time for being here today. It has been an honor to have you on the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening into the show today. So go ahead and come and follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin. That's the easiest place to keep up with everything. And make sure that you go ahead and follow the podcast so that you can get the latest updates for new released episodes, newly released episodes. I can't speak today. And send me a DM. Let me know how you're liking the show, what you'd like to hear some more of, 
what you don't want to hear anymore of, right? Sometimes we don't always know like what we want, but we know what we don't want, right? And I will chat with you next time.